Welcome to the Ambitious Coach Podcast. This is a place where driven, determined coaches learn how to get off the business growth struggle bus and learn how to build a wildly profitable online coaching business. I'm your host, Allison Henderson, corporate dropout to six-figure social media business coach. I'm going to show you how I've been able to create the business of my dreams organically all through utilizing my social media platforms. So pull up a seat, take some notes, and get ready to see your life in bank account transform. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Ambitious Coach Podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. Her name is Susie Tucker. Susie is a business mindset coach who helps spiritual entrepreneurs grow their business, impact, and wealth by doing the inner work it takes to grow into the highest version of themselves. In today's episode, she goes deep into perfectionism and burnout. I took away so, so much from this episode. So here we go. Hope you enjoy. Hi, Susie. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for having me, Allison. I am excited to be here and chat with you today. Well, Susie, I'd love for you to tell us about your background story and how did you get into entrepreneurship and coaching in general? Yeah. Okay. So I originally was a teacher. I taught little kids first and second grade for 12 years. Um, and the long of the, the short of the long story is that when I had my own kids, I started reaching burnout in education and was really looking for something new to change things up. And I got a job in the wine industry at that point. And um, became a, a trainer for wine winery teams, helping them learn how to sell more wine clubs and um, do marketing and hospitality, things like that. So again, in, in the role of a teacher, sort of, but I was teaching much different content at the time. Um, and then the pandemic happened. And I... Prior to the, the pandemic happening, while I was in the wine industry, I really started feeling the nut, the inner nudge. I started reaching a level of burnout again in that job, even though it was a really fun job. There was something internal nudging me toward more meaningful work for me. I've always been someone who wanted to write and wanted to connect with people. And as I'm a storyteller, um, a sharer of stories, and I had blogged, I had been a serial blogger and had created several different blogs over my time as a teacher and even when I was in the wine industry. And so I started an Instagram account and started sharing my personal story of healing. At the time, I was in therapy and I was healing from a lifelong battle with disordered eating and a lifelong battle with, I would say, pretty severe perfectionism. So body image issues and perfectionism issues and high achiever, um, like really impossible standards for myself. And I was recovering from all of that. So I had started blogging about it as I would heal, I would blog and that would be part of my process of healing. And people started kind of coming out of the woodworks and DMing me and saying, wow, when you talk about your story, I think about my story and they would share their stories with me. And I was like, blown away. I was like, I'm not the only person out there that has these really big struggles. I mean, truly at that time in my life, I was blown away because I truly believed that I was the only special snowflake in the world that had these really deep, deep issues. And I found out that 
we're all different, but we all have, you know, problems and we all suffer in some way. We all have our life challenges. And so when the pandemic happened and I lost my job in the wine industry, I was forced to go on unemployment and I carried a lot of shame about that. It was a really hard time because I had been the breadwinner in my family and we had always counted on my, my salary as well as my husband's. And I didn't know what I was going to do with my life. Going back to teaching at that time wasn't really an option being that nothing was, it wasn't the time you could go out and get a job. And so I saw that people were doing this thing called coaching, life coaching online. And I hired a coach that was actually, I didn't hire her. She was offering free sessions and I took her up on her free sessions and she changed my life. Um, and I started working with her while I was on unemployment, while the you know kids were home from school and all these things were going on. And I was trying to figure out what I was going to do with my life because I knew I didn't want to go back to the wine industry. I definitely didn't want to go back into teaching. Um, and I thought maybe somewhere deep down inside, even though it was a really hard time, I had this little intuitive hit that this was a door that I had been praying to open. I just had, of course, no idea that this would be the way it would open. And it was really scary, but I decided, okay, I'm going to see if I could do this coaching thing. I had talked to my coach and she said, okay, well, you can, you can do this if you think that, you know, it's something you want to do. And so I did, I started helping people online and showing up every single day, talking about mindset issues with people. At the time I was really sharing where I was in my journey, which again, was in the self-love you know, healing from the disordered eating and loving my body and things like that. And, um, it was, it was phenomenal because I was able to connect with so many women, women that I knew that I never would have guessed had the same struggles as me and the new women that didn't know me, but they were reading my story through my quote, I called it an Insta blog at the time. Um, you know, I'd write these posts on Instagram and, and women that I didn't know, um, women from across the country, women from, I had a woman email me who was 75 years old. So it didn't matter the, the range of the age or where they were from or who they were. It was the story that connected us. And I knew that there was something there. And I knew that through my own story and by being willing to share it and share my healing journey that I could help other people heal from theirs and, and help them. So I went all in on starting a coaching, an online coaching business. And for about nine months, I showed up every day and wrote posts and did stories and taught, but I didn't make any money at all. I wasn't actually a business. I was just, you know, presenting myself as this coach and really didn't have a business going. And so it came time that you know, schools were reopening in that, that fall and I had to make a choice. I needed to get off of unemployment I did not want to go back to do the things I had previously done. And it was time for me to make a really powerful internal decision. Am I going to make this work? Am I going to make a career out of this? Or am I going to go find a job? Because our family needed me to step up to the plate and I made it work. Um, I dug deep. I did a lot of inner work and showed up every day relentlessly, this time actually selling a service. And within three months, the last quarter of the of 2020, 
I was making more money than I had made um, at any job I had ever had and had a full-time business. I had a full roster of one-on-one clients. And from there, it was, it was, um, it was history. And then at that point, I niched down to start working with entrepreneurs because organically, a lot of women that were coming into my container were online entrepreneurs who were starting their own business or had their own online business. And it was kind of cool because I realized, you know, my big message really is self-trust, self-love, self-acceptance. And all of those things are, it's like creating success from the inside out. When we really have that confidence, the acceptance, the love and trust within ourselves, we create success, money, clients, weight loss, whatever the result is that you want as a byproduct of that is, is my belief. And so I realized when my clients were coming to me as entrepreneurs, I realized, wow, this work that I've been doing on myself in the way of self-love for my body and my, just my image and, you know, my success, it's no different when you are doing anything in your life that is not, that doesn't come easily for you. The same limiting stories pop up and they present themselves as a challenge to you. And I saw women building businesses that were holding themselves back um, because they have this, you know, they would say like, it's something like kind of surface level, but underneath it, it was really more of a confidence issue or a trust issue of themselves. And so I fell in love with working with um, entrepreneurs and loved being able to serve women who were serving other people uh, because I truly believe that we're in this crazy, amazing, miraculous online space where we get to do what we want to do and love to do and make money doing it and serve people around the world doing it. And I just think it's the coolest thing in the world. (laughs) And so that's my story. Wow. Thank you, Susie, for sharing that. It's so inspiring to see somebody like, I mean, obviously to talk about your struggles is so hard, like especially openly here, especially on a podcast, on Instagram, anywhere. And then for people to say, oh my gosh, me too. Like I'm also dealing with this, like just knowing that we're not alone out there, that even as a coach, like we are dealing with perfectionism, self-sabotage, the limiting beliefs, just like money struggles. All of these things are coming up. They're bubbling up to the surface. I've told, I always say this, but like entrepreneurship is like one of the best forms of self-development because all of these things are going to be popping up that you never even realize are stopping you from the next level or success or just having a healthy body or healthy lifestyle, all those things. And so you just kind of bring light to all these things. It's like how I went from here to here in a very short time frame, to be quite honest, like to sit there and go, this happened. And I had to like, start to figure this out. Like, and so to yeah. think that, like, and I just want everybody to know this too, like, you know, my journey, I've been coaching now for, you know, over four years, but like, Success can happen so fast, or or it's on your own no. time frame too. Like it doesn't have to happen as fast, you know, like crazy amounts of um, you know, growth in like a short time frame. But like just knowing though, it's so possible for you that within a few months, like your life could drastically change for the better. Um, and ha- knowing that there's people out there like you, like oh my gosh, I I went through all these things and I was I wasn't afraid to share my story. Um, and your story is probably like you said, like a huge reason why people are hiring you now. Um, yeah. and I just like, I, I give you mad props for like, just really just saying a long time ago, I'm going to share this and now I'm going full time into like making money doing this too. Like, um, I think so many people, I've never even said that I'm going full time. I'm do like, I'm going all in like, yeah. and never looking back, honestly. Right. So, um, uh, so thank you once again for sharing all that. 
Um, you yeah. mentioned a few things that I want you to dive maybe a little bit more into. Like obviously sure. you talked about burnout, but before we talk more about burnout, I'd love for you to go a little deeper into your perfectionism because I know mm-hmm. so many coaches, especially at the very beginning of their business, it's like the graphics need to be perfect and the copy and the sales pages and all of these things. And it's like, oh my God, like you're never going to launch this if you think everything's going to be perfect at the beginning. Like you're never even going to start. Um, So I'd love for you to kind of like, how did you heal from that? Like, or how did you even know that that was really something that was stopping you too? Well, I will tell you that work started um, years before I actually came into being a coach. That was one of the first things I tackled in therapy. Um, And the the book that really shook me, it's like such a I guess, kind of a basic book in our world of personal development, but it was Brene Brown's um, The Gifts of Imperfection. So if you struggle with imperfection, I mean, excuse me, struggle with perfectionism and you haven't read that book, it will crack your mind wide open. You will feel so seen. And I remember reading it. Like I can literally remember the visceral responses I had in my body when my therapist recommended that book to me. And my therapist said to me, you are such a perfectionist. And I was like, oh yeah, I know. I used to list that on my resume. Are you kidding? Of course I am. Because my whole life. Yeah. Remember (laughs) that people, I remember getting tips from people and they'd be like, now when you're in job interviews and they say, you know, tell us one of your strengths and weaknesses, tell us one of your weaknesses. And you say, tell them you're a perfectionist. And that, you know, like, because that seems like it's, it can be a weakness, but yeah, it's really more of a good weakness, right? Like it was like this, it was, and, and Brene Brown says, it's a, you, you carry it around as a badge. And I, I did for so long because I literally identified with that word for most of my life, believing it was a good thing about me, believing that it meant I was detail oriented. And she says, but really when you discover what it is, it is a 500,000 tons shield or something like that. I can't remember exactly how she says it, but it's a, it's a, it's a shield and it's heavy and you're carrying it around. And so that was where I really broke into understanding perfectionism and realizing that it was really something that was protecting me from ever taking big risks on myself and putting myself out there in a big way. And so when I started the journey of sharing my story through blogging online and then Instagram and then got into the coaching space. I I went from someone who, I mean, really would go, you know, like rake myself over the coals for every little detail to like, you know, just word vomiting out to the world. And I think in some, and this definitely wouldn't be everyone's journey. And remember that I had spent a long time in therapy for this as well. But um, it was healing for me to just all of a sudden, kind of in one ripping off of the Band-Aid in a major way, say to the world, like, here I am and I'm messy and I'm imperfect. And it was like so healing to me to be able to do that. Um, It was like I was letting, you know, 30 something years (laughs) of pent up ideas that I had to be at a certain seen in a certain light to saying, no, here's who I am. And as I have gotten deeper and deeper into my coaching practicing, my coaching practice and coached other women on this and been coached myself a lot, I have just realized there's, there's so many layers to me. And so when I was presenting, I'm put this in air quotes, I know you can't see it on the 
podcast, but when I was presenting, quote, my truth to the world, which I thought was like my, for the first time showing my truth, now I realize that was still so layered with so many self-judgments and so many self-expectations and things that I thought I needed to be and people-pleasing because I think people-pleasing and perfectionism go hand in hand. Um, Brene Brown calls it the three P's, perfectionism, people-pleasing, and performance. So when you're performing for others and it's not really truth, truthfully you. Um, but it, it was kind of one big, you know, like, like I said, like a word vomit and it was healing to me, but remember that everyone has their own journey that may not be yours. Like it may feel really triggering to, to just go out there and put yourself out there. And so my, my, my thoughts for someone who is struggling with perfectionism and they don't, maybe don't know it is you are really, if it's, it's really about self-judgment. It boils down to you are spending a lot of time judging yourself, sort of front-loading and pre-judging yourself for others. So it's like you're go ahead and you're going to like judge yourself. You're going to like make, set it up that you're like, okay, I'm going to disappoint people if I do this. And you already go ahead and feel that disappointment and you set it up for other people and you project it, right? And then you go out and you do something and you do feel that disappointment, even if others don't feel it and you think that you have disappointed them. And so it's like, it all stems from the way you're thinking about yourself, right? The judgment that you're placing on yourself. And I think that that's, you'll know your imperfectionism when you're afraid to take risks um, in your business. You're afraid to say things to your clients. I hear this a lot from my clients who are coaches. I'm afraid I'll mess them up. I'm afraid I'll mess people up. And that's really all just forms of self-judgment. And so you'll recognize perfectionism when you are judging yourself a lot. And that's holding you back from saying or being or doing what you really want to say, be, or do. Wow. That is really powerful. It even got me thinking of like things like I didn't really realize that I, yeah, I was judging myself. I still do this by the way. Uh, so I'm still, still trying to recover from my own perfectionism. Um, and yeah, like I, you're right. It starts with me. I sit there and go, Oh, like, I don't like this or I, you know, I need to do this better. And it's like, it has nothing to do with anybody else. It's like, Oh, I'm projecting this on myself a hundred percent. Um, so wow. Thank you. Like that was just one of those, you can't see my hands, but it was like mind blown. Like, Oh yeah. So, so I know for a fact, like, because perfectionism is, you know, one of like the, the, it's honestly one of the main things I hear often from coaches of like, oh, but I'm a perfectionist. Like you kind of said, like on a job interview, it's like, we kind of, it's like a badge of honor. I'm a perfectionist. And it's like, but when (laughs) you get into this world, oh my gosh, it's really not okay because nothing is ever going to be perfect. And I'm all about, it's good enough. Just put it out there and see what happens. (laughs) Right. Um, But, but, you know. I think this could lead easily into the burnout, right? Like for coaches specifically, it's like, we're trying so hard and, you know, putting out the offers, you know, coaching the clients and like trying new things and just like adding up, you know, stacking all this energy on top of each other. And just over time there comes a, like, you just like, oh, wow, I'm in burnout and I'm not even like really even realizing it sometimes. It's like, and then you just get to the point too, where you're just so exhausted and then therefore it's like you're unmotivated. Uh, you don't want to do the work anymore. You're really self, like you're judging everything that you do. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just like, I feel like it just stacks on top of each other. And I'm also, this is from like my own experience with burnout. It's like, oh my God, like, how did I get here? How yeah. did I get here? Because I also try to teach my clients, like, don't do this. Like, don't, don't, don't. When you get to this point, like, 
it's like, oh my gosh, like I wasn't practicing what I preach. Like I was just in the motion, like on autopilot for so long. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'd love to kind of hear how you would like coach somebody through that. Because I just think I don't, first off, number one, I don't want people to get into this burnout phase ever if we can help it. But also if you're in burnout, like what do we do? Yeah. Yeah. And I have had my own experience with burnout since I've been in entrepreneurship, since I've been a coach. And I want to take this angle for this conversation, Allison, because I think I I think this is where a lot of well, in the online space, it's so radically different than any other industry, any other place of work, because of the amount of comparison that happens. And you you said something when I was sharing my story, you said it happened in a really, um, I can't remember how you said it, but you said like a fast time frame, basically. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that struck me because I battled myself so much believing that it wasn't happening fast enough. Uh, oh God, we all do that. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Like, why aren't I successful yet? And you're like, but you are successful. I don't get it. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. Exactly. And and the reason, and this is actually, it all is going to tie together perfectly for this conversation um, because that's exactly what drove me to burnout was I was, I always say entrepreneur, online entrepreneurs cannot keep their eyes on their own paper. We're always looking around because it's so easy to do, right? To like hop on your phone and start to scroll. And it may start that you're looking at people who inspire you or people who you're like, oh, I want to, you know, I want to have that kind of business. This person, I really like her. And before you know it, it's like, you're kind of pitting yourself against this person. And so you, your brain likes to tell you, well, you, if you want to move faster and this is, I mean, the reason I'm taking this angle is a, because it was my experience, but B, I think so many people, this is actually what drives us to burn out is this belief. It's a thought that I'm not doing enough. I'm not moving fast enough. I'm not doing enough things. Um, I should do more to create more success. That is an underlying thought of of women and and people in general, it's sort of how we were raised in the systems. Like you want to get, you know, this is the the mantra you hear, like work really hard, you know, work hard to play hard. Um, There's so many that I can't think of off the top of my head, but you guys will think of your own. It's like, yeah, I've been told that my whole life. And it's not that we don't have to work hard. That's, that's true. But I tend to take the belief that the hard work isn't that you have to go, literally physically spend your time working so many hours you just have nothing left you and honestly with online entrepreneurship i think it's so much more than the burnout happens so much faster from the mental hustle that we put upon ourselves so maybe you're not working a thousand hours a week physically but you're constantly thinking about what else you need to do, what you haven't done, what other people are doing. Um, and, and that mental hustle, what you've done wrong, it's like you're at your kid's baseball game and you're not really there because you're actually in your mind, even though you're looking and you might even be clapping and smiling in your mind, you're already thinking about like what needs to be done tomorrow when it's Monday or what you didn't finish last week or what that client said to you and you're over-processing it. Um, and we really start to distance ourselves from being present in our lives when we get into this mental gridlock or mental hustle in, in business. And I think that this is actually the thing that drives us to burnout because when you're in your mind and you're thinking, 
about that comment. You're thinking about the person that ghosted you. You're thinking about um, the defaulted payment. You're thinking about where your next client is coming, all these things all the time. Then normally what those things lead to is I need to do more. And then you physically start working more, right? So the mental hustle leads to the actual physical working more. And that belief is puts us on a hamster wheel. The belief of I'm not doing enough or I'm not enough or I need to do more. Like all of those are kind of sister beliefs. And that right there is the root of burnout. It's the belief that there's more to be done, that you're not enough or there is not enough done. Wow. You could not have summed that up perfectly. Like, wow. hundred percent true. hundred percent. So like, okay, so now that they're aware, right? Our awareness is our key to freedom here. So now that like, oh, I'm aware that I, oh my God, I wake up in the morning and like check my email. I, I put mm-hmm. myself in that 24 seven. I'm thinking about my business. I'm thinking about all the things, like you said, like, how do we like shut that off? Cause I do this, I think way more than I need to be like, cause you're right. Like mm-hmm. I'll be sitting at like a, a baseball game or something, a game and be like, I'm not fully present. Cause I am, I'm thinking about, oh, I got to do this. I shouldn't be doing this. Oh, like. And it's a cycle. Mm-hmm. It's a cycle, honestly. Yeah. And something else I want to add to that, um, Allison, that I think everyone in your audience will resonate with because we are coaches, we are in the personal development space. Like we mm-hmm. are developing humans in whatever way we coach them, right? Mm-hmm. And so we're constantly developing ourselves. We're listening to podcasts like this, or we're listening to audiobooks, or we're reading books, mm-hmm. and or we're taking courses. And those things are great. But if you're like me, you spend a lot of your time, your free time, non-business time doing that. But guess what? That is work. And it becomes a really hard, well, fine line to and hard to tell the difference between because we do enjoy those things. We do really enjoy developing ourselves personally. But when you are a coach and you're filling your spare time with all of this personal development, remember that's your work. And even though you love it, when you listen to that podcast or you listen to that book or you read that book or you're listening to that course, what does it do? It sparks usually ideas. It sparks things you're thinking about for your business. And so what we don't realize, and it's, it's, it's not a bad thing. So I don't want to paint the picture that it's a bad thing. I just want to say, like, throw this word of caution out to you Mm. that you can get yourself in mental hustle, even when you think you're not actually in mental hustle. Because those the personal development in our world of being a coach it sparks ideas for your business, it sparks ideas for you, the way that you'll interact or help your clients. And so uh, I wanted to answer one more question that you didn't ask before I get to your actual question, but people might like wonder, well, how do I know if I'm actually burned out? And they know they think about their business a lot and they know they think about their own growth a lot and they know maybe Maybe they're not spending um, a lot of time away from the business, but the way you'll know the red flag is always the way that you feel. Mm -hmm. And so if you're feeling stressed, if you're feeling anxious, if you're feeling worried, if you're feeling, um, you know, scared to spend time away from your business, that's your red flag right there. And, and it is scary because we have, and well, I say it is scary. It feels scary. And that scare, that fear feels real. Because the thought underneath that is, remember, it's going to go back to the same one I just talked about. It's like the deep-seated belief of like, but if I don't, if I take time away, if I don't develop myself in every free, you know, nook and cranny of my life, I don't think about my business, 
will it all burn down? Will it, will it all fall to pieces? Because we are the brand. And so it's such a unique position that we're in as, as someone who is the face of the brand and some, someone who is the, the, you know, the milk and honey of the brand. Of course, without you, your brand doesn't exist. So what do we do about this? How do we, if we recognize, okay, yeah, I think I am in burnout. I think I am in the mental hustle. I think I am thinking that I need to do more all of the time. I do feel afraid that if I step away, that things will fall apart. What to do about that? We think is, well, I'll take time away from my business. I'll take time off. I'll, you know, whatever. But the truth is, I like that statement, but the truth is, if we still have the underlying belief that we're not doing enough or that, you know, um, we're scared that it'll all fall to pieces without us, even going and taking a day off is only going to be a temporary band-aid. And a lot of times, even if we do take a day off, our mind, as much as we try to resist it, thinking about our business is going to guess what? It's going to think about it more. So I want to give you a like picture about resistance because you've heard this, you know, a thousand times, like what you resist persists. Mm -hmm. So if you're resisting thinking about your business, you're like, I'm not going to think about my business, put your hands in your ears. You're like, la, 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 I'm not thinking about it. Um, it's imagine that you are, you know, in a pool with a blown up beach ball and you're trying to get that ball under the water. Can you do that? No, probably Probably not. Not for long. (laughs) Not for long, right? Like you can, but you have to, I call it muscling your way there, right? Like you have to really force it under, you probably have to put your whole body on top of it. And then if inevitably it's going to like come up, pop out of the water, maybe hit you in the face or something. And so the thing to do, the how you get out of burnout is you really have to give the emotions that you're having, give the thoughts that you're having some quality attention and intention. You have to pay attention to what's going on in your mind. You have to pay attention to what's going on in your emotions. And you have to be like, okay, I am worried that I'm not doing enough. And that's the reason that my business is not you know, at the place that I want it to be. And then you have to decide, is that serving me? Is that serving my business? Has this shown true that the more that I do, the more successful I become? Um, and if it's not, you get to decide, do I want to change the way that I think about this? Um, I learned coaching through uh, Brooke Castillo's The Model um, and I'm sure some of your listeners will be familiar with that. But what what we have been taught to do is change our actions. You know, we'll go out and create a new habit. We'll you know do these things, and that's kind of the idea is we go do these things. But changing the action without changing the thought is is really going to just keep you in the burnout cycle. Because the action may give you temporary relief if you change your action. Say you decide. Um, I'm not going to turn my phone on before 10 o'clock in the morning, or I'm not going to check my emails first thing, or I'm going to put these boundaries around my business. That's great. I want you to put boundaries around your business, but without changing your thinking, the boundaries are going to be the, the beach ball. It's like you're trying to shove it under the water and they're just the, it's going to, you know, you're resisting it. It's just going to keep coming up more for you. And so what I teach is, you really have to penetrate at the thought and, and feeling level. And the feelings are always the red flags. So you have to experience them. We have to allow ourselves to really be with ourselves, have your own back when you're experiencing that, you know, 
fear, when you're experiencing disappointment or rejection or all of those really hard things in our business that we experience as online entrepreneurs, and then decide, okay, if I'm in control here, if I can actually change the narrative, what is, again, I'm going to use the statement. It's, it's something I teach my clients and I always tell them if you can really grasp what this means. So I'm going to give this away here for free. If you can really grasp this, what this means, it will change your entire life. And the statement is, but the truth is. So, you know, you're telling yourself the story that you need to get a funnel and you need to be on Pinterest and TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. And you also need to hire a VA and you need to, and you need to, and your to-do list is never ending. And you're t- telling yourself that when you finally get all those things tackled, then your business will scale to six figures and beyond or whatever it is that you want. Ask yourself this or say this to yourself, but the truth is, and then this is where you have to kind of dig deep and you have to be present with yourself. But the truth is, I don't want to do all of those things. That's a big truth we need to know in business. What do you not want to do? Okay, but the truth is I'm doing a lot of things and I'm giving my full effort and I'm actually really proud of myself for that. But the truth is maybe I am doing enough. But the truth is I have great clients. But the truth is I did make this much money. But the truth is, right, and we have to start providing that evidence that our brain is looking for for ourselves, because our brain is always going to go to the scary evidence. We don't have time for that on this podcast today, but that's because that's how our brain is wired, right? It's wired to look for trouble because it's wired for survival and instinct. So we have to actively work to provide the positive evidence and then decide on a better feeling thought to fuel the actions that are going to actually be more potent actions. And I say this all the time. Sorry, I'm, I'm kind of talking a lot. I want to give you a, a moment uh, no, to chime in. This is so, no, I love that phrase. And the truth is because so many times I think we just leave it as like a complete like statement, like, and you're just like, but I don't reflect on this at all. Like, or I don't really dig deeper into any of the feelings or any of the reasons why I do what I do. And then we just, once again, stay in that cycle over and over and over again. And yes. I know for myself, like it's, it was like that for years. I'm like, why do I still feel this way? Why does this keep coming up? And I'm like, I never sat there and just processed or re- really reflected on it or just asked that, like that question. Like, and the truth is like, it's like, yeah. Oh, oh, gut wrenching sometimes. It's like, <laughs> Oh, okay. So this, so I love that you gave it away for free because man, oh man, I think everyone listening to this right now is like, wow, that makes that, that just, uh, kind of just makes me feel like, I don't know, for me as a a sense of relief, but also just like, I know I have some work to do, you know, and I'm okay with that. I'm, I, I am at least like, I totally am like, fine. Like, I know I always have work to do. Like it's a never ending process in a sense, but in a way that's not, not stressful for me, I guess. Like, I just know that like, this is my life. And in this lifetime, I'm here to like learn life lessons. I know that. And the more that I put off these life lessons, I I just know that my happiness suffers. And when that suffers, everything kind of suffers, right? Like it's not, um, you know, it's kind of a ripple effect, especially in our households. Um, So I know for me, like when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, that's going to be something I'm going to, I'm going to like literally reflect on probably every day now. Um, So, wow. Thank you, Susie. But yeah, keep keep talking. I want you to talk. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and the thing is when you, when you 
see we're like you, what you said was we just, we think that this is truth and we just live, we play out. We're like just going through the motions, but when you shine the light on this, it's just your awareness. Right. And when you become aware of even what's happening with the negative thinking, you're, you're changing things right there. Even just the awareness of the negativity or the awareness of the, you know, kind of like down the way you're talking down to yourself or the way you're saying you're not enough or the way you're thinking you have to do more. And when you shine the light there, that in itself changes things for you because then you get to make a decision. And what I always say is, hey, if you're powerful enough to, with that thought that you're not enough, to slow yourself down the way you have to not create the success you want, like if you're powerful enough to do that, what else are you capable of? And that really helps people reframe to find, okay, I have a lot of personal power here. So if I can create these things I don't want in my life, when you recognize that your thinking and your feeling is creating the action that you take, which is creating the result that you live, right? Because the actions that we take create the reality that we live, the results that we have. When you recognize that power, you can go, okay, well, maybe I want to get curious about these feelings. Maybe I want to get curious about these thoughts. And maybe I want to put more intention about how I'm thinking and how I'm feeling. And that when you shine the light there, everything will change for you. Um, powerful changes can happen in your life. Before, well, they do. They happen in your life before the shiny you know, winds happen. And so, but you will notice again, the red flag is always the feeling. So you'll notice first that you're feeling better. And when you're feeling better, like you said, it impacts everything everything. And your business will drastically change. If you haven't tapped into the mindset piece yet, your business will drastically change because you will feel good about it again. You will like it again. You will feel enthusiastic and rejuvenated by it if it has started to deplete you and you've started to hit that burnout point. Oh, thank you, Susie. You have, like I said, in my mind today, I just learned so much um, and I think the audience today is going to, well, number one, reflect. There's going to be a lot of reflection, uh, yes. especially on this perfectionism that we all, I know a lot of us carry with us. Um, and also too, is like, I don't want to get to that point of like hating the business, wanting to like literally blight it on fire and like, or just constantly mm-hmm. too, like, and um, this is, these are still things I work on every day, guys. So I just want you guys all to know this, like nothing same, is ever perfect. Here. Yeah. Same nothing here. is ever perfect. I always just feel like there's just days where I'm like, I'll never figure it all out. And that's okay. Like I'm yeah. okay with that. Um, but just even knowing like that to-do list or like all those things that I feel like oh, it's just, I'm never going to get around to this or, um, like I'm never doing enough, all those things. Like the, once again, those still creep up on me. And like, I just sometimes have to like, I think a mentor told me this one day. It was, it was just like, you're always going to get what, exactly what you need to get done that day. Like we can always start over tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Um, but my big point here that I just wanted to like, you know, for my own reflection of just like, I'm doing enough every day. I'm doing what I can with the energy that I have, with the tools that I've been given. And I just know that like, I'm feeling this way. My emotions, I'm feeling this way for a reason. And mm-hmm. just kind of like I said, bringing some awareness to that and asking, like, like I said, those powerful questions like you had, already, like, had given us. It's just like, sometimes we don't even sit to do that because we're such mm-hmm. in like hustle mode or I have to go on to, you know, to the baseball practice or something like mm-hmm. we're just so busy. So like even carving out like a half hour a day to just reflect, whether that be journaling meditation, like I know that was really powerful for me. And I know even in our mind, we can sit there and go, but I have stuff to do. So I can't take 20 minutes to 
journal or reflect or whatever. It's like just being in that quiet space myself has really been helpful for me. Um, but I feel like there was something else that I wanted to tap on really fast. It was like, I think you, oh, you brought up like, um, like things that like we think we need to be doing in our business. That was something that I want to talk about. Like really, really fast. Like I thought for a fact, I was like, I was like, I need to have a funnel. I need to, oh, even for this podcast, I need to have a podcast. I need to have all these things. And there was one day I was on a coaching call with my client or with, uh, with one of my coaches. And I started crying. Like he was just telling me all the things I was, I had to be doing. And I was like, I just start crying. I was like, wow. Like first off, there's a lot of things that I know I should be doing, right. Should in air quotes, I should, mm-hmm. I should be doing this. But I literally was just like, I just want a really simple business. And my course, I always feel like is really simple. Like there's like five things, like just do these five things and you're going to have a very wildly profitable business. Like, I'm like, why are we overcomplicating all? It's like, we don't need all of these things. When the time comes to like hire help, like you said, like, oh, I, I, oh, great. And now I know is the time I need a VA and this VA can probably write my funnel or she mm-hmm. can do all like, or whoever, like, and it's just like one of those moments for me, I was like, I literally was on that call and I was like, I don't want to have a funnel. I don't want to record mm-hmm. these videos. I just, and what, like my body, like immediately was like, I let that go. And my whole yeah. body relaxed. And I was like that feeling, like you said, or it's like, it's a feeling that you have. I was like, I knew I wasn't, I'm not meant to do that right now. At least yeah. I'm not meant to record all these videos or whatever. I'm like, Oh, I just felt so good <laughs> to just, just cry it out and say, I don't want to do this. <laughs> yeah. That question to ask yourself of what you, you know, do I really want to do this is so big that we, we think we can't, we can't, we think that that's invalid. Like, well, what I want, well, no, I'll do anything. I'm, I'm here for the success, but it's like, we have to realize that just because that's the old paradigm we've been taught, like suck it up, buttercup. That was like a thing I heard a lot in my childhood, suck it up, buttercup. Like we always have to do things we don't want to do. And that is true to, to an extent, but I want everyone listening to remember we work in a made up industry <laughs> in a in a made up place like mm-hmm. online business is not something you go at least the that I know of right now get a degree for right like the, we're here and and lots of people are making incredible like unfathomable success and money here and that's available to each and every one of us but what you'll notice is everyone everyone gets there and they're they're a different way. There are a lot of ways that you can do it. And so tapping into what is aligned with me, right, is is huge. And that, you know, shooting all over yourself is one of my favorite things to say. But yeah. it's like so true. When we do that, we're probably not going to feel good with that. And we know that that's a red flag. Like, okay, maybe I need to tap in and reevaluate really what's kind of going on in my desire level and what's the truth is and things like that. And I wanted to point out, Allison, you just have like a great little, well, a great little mantra. Someone should write down where you were like, I'm, I'm doing enough with the tools that I've been given every single day. And tomorrow is a new day and I'll keep doing enough. And I, like, when you said that, I felt my, like, I felt your energy and you'll feel your own energy shift radically when you're like, telling yourself that versus telling yourself, I'm so behind. Everyone's further along than me. I'm not doing enough. I need to do more. That just constricts you. Whereas something where you talk to yourself in that other way, it's like, oh, you can just, you can just relax and your whole body will and your energy will. And when your energy changes, your clients feel it. That's a whole nother podcast topic, but it's so true. 
Yeah. The energetics behind selling and behind your marketing, all that. That's like once again, a podcast episode another day. Yeah. 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 And so thank you. I just want to say thank you so, so much for coming on. I feel like you've like shed such a light on so many things today. Um, Well, we'll tell everybody, how can they find you? Like, and what's, what's your program all about? Yeah. Thank you for having me, Allison. I'm really happy to be with you and your audience today. Um, You can find me on Instagram at Susie Trig Tucker. It's S-U-S-I-E. And I'm actually at all platforms that I'm on there, but I'm most active on Instagram. And I have a mastermind and I have one-on-one program and I have a secret project coming sometime this year that I'm not going to give any details for because I don't know them all yet, (laughs) but something, something big, a layer that I'm adding into my business is coming. Um, and my programs are about doing the deep inner work. So I work with business, uh, women in business or entrepreneurs, and we move through the, the deep blocks that are holding you back from taking those risks or actions in your business that would put your, put you fully out there to let you occupy bigger space, so to speak. Um, And so the work I do with my clients is we, you know, we learn self-trust, we learn to accept yourself more, we learn confidence. And through that work, we sort of create success from the inside out. So all of my programs, to some extent or another, are dealing with deep inner work. Oftentimes, a lot of my clients and I are working through burnout, like they come to me when they've reached burnout, and we sort of rehab them from there and then build a business that feels nourishing to them versus depleting. So most of my, most of my um, programs are going to revolve around that deeper work. So beautiful. We need you. We need you, Susie. Uh, That's amazing. Thank you for coming. And thank you for having me. I'll have her information in the show notes too. So you guys can check that out, but yes, thank you again. And yeah, I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye Allison. Thank you for listening to the ambitious coach podcast today. A couple favors before you go. If you found this episode helpful, please take a screenshot and share it on Instagram. Most importantly, don't forget to tag me at Allison Henderson underscore coach. That's A-L-L-I-S-O-N Henderson underscore coach. And lastly, please take a minute to rate this episode and leave a raving review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you tune in to listen. Okay, ambition is great, but it's time to get to work. Take action and commit to being 1% better every day. Once again, thank you for tuning in and I will see you again next week.